turned out to be the last game for head coach Dino Babers. His boys from upstate New York, the Syracuse Orange, traveled down to the bustling metropolis known as Atlanta to take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in a bold eligibility brawl. The crew from Cuse came into the contest bruised and battered with their QB quite limited due to injury. Georgia Tech arrived via a topsy-turvy season that saw them alternate wins and losses for the first eight games of the season. Both teams could taste bowl eligibility, but a big battering brawl lied ahead. Tech trekked out to a 17-3 halftime lead as Q's couldn't cope with the Jackets' offensive advances. The Jackets jumped out of the locker room and joyously ran out to a 24-3 lead in the opening seconds of the second half. However, the Orange's optimism didn't dwindle. Q's courageously clawed back using tight end as a running back and confused the Tech defense. The Orange took their next possession for a touchdown that trimmed the lead to 24-10. The Jackets were jumbled up emotionally as a fine run was spoiled when the running back coughed up the pill and Q's the Orange found another touchdown as tight end Dan Valari viciously vexed the Tech defense. However, the PAT snap was bobbled, keeping the Tech lead at 24-16. Hughes continued their climb back in the battle and the Orange found another score for six. They tried a two-point conversion for the tie, but Tech's defense denied the dalliance, maintaining a tiny two-point margin 24-22. The Jackets were jittery that their 21-point lead was trimmed to two, but Tech took it upon themselves to close the contest. The jaunty Jackets Jackets juked, cut up, and carved the Q's defense one final time for a treasured touchdown to take a nine-point lead with little over two minutes left on the ticker. On the Orange's final possession, the Jackets jumped in front of a Q's chuck and came down with an impressive interception to capture the clash. The jovial Jackets celebrated their conquest by reaching bowl eligibility for the first time since 2018. Georgia Tech 31, Syracuse 22. Welcome, everyone, to the Sickles Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of November 19th, 2023. I'd just like to start by singing a little song. Alouette, gentille alouette. Alouette, jette plume marée. The Montreal Alouettes have just won the 110th Grey Cup. They have hoisted the one true cup. I think we can call it that. Man, no, 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 you're going to get, like, all the Canadians mad about saying, what the hell about the Stanley Cup? Mm-hmm. Um, even though, you know, Canada hasn't won the Stanley Cup. But, but a lot like of Canadians the, it's have like won It's like the second the coolest Cup. Cup, then. Any trophy that you have to, uh, keep, you get to keep because it is, you know, it is only, there's only one, you have to pass it on. Those trophies are great. I really like trophies where it is the one trophy and you have to only get it for a year, and then you give it back. Okay. More trophies should be like that. I feel like we do too many of the, we just, you know, have this random trophy. Uh, if, in a second here, we're going to try to get Joey on the line. Joey, our Canadian correspondent, is on the field at the Grey Cup. Joey, go for it. How was the game? Hello. Live on location. For context. I can't hear anything that our friends in the States are saying right now <laughs> because it's very loud. But I'm in the celebrations in the Winnipeg Blue Bombers end zone. 
which is where the Alouettes won the game just a few minutes ago. The Owls are all on stage right now. Family and cheerleaders down here celebrating. Confetti went everywhere, and there's already been people doing snow angels and confetti. Uh, this was a fantastic game, probably the best game I've seen all year in any at any level. Uh, real back and forth. Montreal, no one thought they had a shot at the start of the playoffs. Upset Toronto. They take down Winnipeg here. This game has been uh, – this night has been so much fun. Uh, thank you to the CFL Media Corps and everyone around for, I'll just say, humoring us, uh, letting us <laughs> hang out. Uh, it was a fantastic time. I mean, it's it's so much fun. It is very funny that the celebration is in Winnipeg's end zone, as you can see the W on the ground there. Um, I won't take up too much y'all's time, uh, but I'll I'll go into more on the next show when I get home into an actual studio. But such a fantastic game. Uh, yeah, you guys have a great show. I hope you guys enjoyed watching it at home. Thank you for sending me out. Love you. Bye. Love you, Joey. Love you, Joey. Live from the Grey Cup, the Sickos Committee. What the hell? (laughs) I love how we've had two live reports during a podcast now. It's great. (laughs) This is what we do now. This is this is going to be our new thing. Like it is. I'm going to try to find times or places where I can somehow. I guess I'm busy recording the podcast like normally, but um, I'm going to try to work out ways we can find new and interesting ways to report like if i'm on an airplane like on a flight i feel like that would be a pretty good one oh, i feel yeah. like live from southwest airlines mm-hmm. oh i'm not flying on southwest i we're sickos i know but southwest <laughs> is, is a bridge too far for me southwest is um, fine i love oh, southwest yeah. the, um damn we're putting okay. you on frontier we don't have time to get into this right now because we have so much <laughs> actual football to discuss don't be, oh, don't you'd be, be offending. You'd be surprised because we'll I got, I got lots of opinion like three games. That's great. This don't is... be offending potential sponsors. <laughs> Yo, yeah, hey. Spirit Airlines, if you're listening. Uh, Frontier, I, where are you at? Oh, <laughs> Ryanair, <laughs> the official Ryan... airline of the Sickos <laughs> Committee. <laughs> so, yes, the Grey Cup just finished. Montreal hoists the cup for the first time in 13 years. Uh, one of my favorite like sets of post-game pressers uh, because they're on the field interviewing players. And I think my favorite quote was, let me find it. It was something like, oh, oh God, what was it? It was, it was one of the Alouettes. And he said, quote, he screamed and then went, quote, it's the greatest fucking moment. Like on live TV. Beautiful. And then. The French Canadians were crying with happiness and whatever emotions the French Canadians are capable of. It's it's amazing. And you know what? Not a goddamn newfie to be seen. So everything was fine. We hate newfies on this podcast. I hate newfies on this okay, podcast. Hey, no, don't, They're never going to credential us again. <laughs> Come on, man. It's okay. Hey, you know what? CFL doesn't go to the Atlantic provinces. They can't keep a team. It's fine. Newfies are also big and cute and fluffy. They do drool a lot, but like, I don't understand why you would hate them just because of that. Man, it sounds like also, this guy doesn't watch Shorzy. Also, congrats to uh, Cody Fajardo. Is that how you say it? Help me Fajardo. here. Fajardo. Fajardo. He is the, the Grey Cup MVP Nevada's own. It was a was a member of the Wolf Pack, so good for him. It, it was a lot of a great night of remembering those guys. When I posted something about Zach Kalara sp- scrambling, everyone in our missions was like, "Wait, 
you don't mean that Zach Kalaros, right? It's like, oh yeah, he's a, you know, he's a franchise quarterback and generational talent in Canada. Hey, I, I don't mean to say like, you know, you, you got Cody Fajardo, uh, the quarterback for, you know, Montreal winning the great cup. You have to mention the backup quarterback who, who was their short yardage quarterback, Mr. Yes. Caleb Evans of Louisiana Monroe fame. That's right. ULM mentioned in Canada, eh? Ring him. That's right. We win. We win. We got Doug Peterson winning the Super Bowl with the Packers and as a coach, ULM. Now we got CFL champions for ULM. Monroe, baby. (laughs) Where champions are born. That's right. They don't win. They They don't win championships there. But championship players play there eventually, sometimes. Hey, they won a championship. <laughs> hey, Stan Humphreys is the only quarterback in human history to take the San Diego Chargers to a Super Bowl. I like how human history makes that's me right. reach, makes me Dinosaur like, football. Dinosaur yeah, football. Like that's the San Diego Chargers, but they're all T-Rexes. <laughs> they, they were not good in short yardage. Did, they have, did the Kingstones uh, have football? <laughs> Hippos have had to have had football in some episode, right? I would think so. I guess I don't know. That would be human history, though. Yes, and then they kick. And then they kick. You know, they kick a like a pterodactyl, and he goes, "It's a living," <laughs> which is my, my favorite Flintstones joke ever. Are we talking about the Calgary Dinos now? <laughs> uh, no, but we can say the the Canadian College Football Championship is next week, and oh. that is the Montreal Carabins, Carabins, Carabins. Sure, we say and then on the other side, it is this is called the Vanier Cup. Oh, yeah, it is the this is by the way, this is the like 60th Vanier Cup. This was the 110th, whatchamacallit, 110th uh, Grey Cup because yes. these things are just so goddamn old, guys. Uh, the University of British Columbia Thunderbirds, mm, good mascot, so that should be good. Uh, Jordan, before you transition topics, you forgot mm-hmm. to do something. We should introduce people. As always, I'm Jordan. With me tonight, I have Kamish. We got Pit Girl. Arthur on the ones and twos. Kamish, how are you, sir? I'm great. I mean, it's it like it's been a rough day with the kids, but I don't, I don't care. Like we, 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 the Canadian Football League credentialed us to cover the, the, their championship the, game. Their championship game. This is. Like, like, look, look, I know, Jordan, you've been to, you know, like a Frisco Bowl. You know, I've been on the sidelines in Holt Arena. I've been to an um, FCS championship game. You've sir. been to the FCS title game. That's right. It's just, it, you know, that that's, this is like professional. Uh, I know it's another country, but like professional sports, this is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we've gotten like the quick lane bowl. We, we are, we will be. We'll have some folks at the MAC championship game coming up. Uh, we, I mean, the, from an inside joke, uh, inside of a, a tiny Discord where you can join us, it started the pandemic. To this now, I'm I'm utterly hyped. It's just, I don't know where this is going to end, um, but I, I'm just going to enjoy the ride. And, and thank you all for listening to this podcast. You know who won't credential me, I found out? <laughs> The Texas State High School Football Championships. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the six man championship games because those are gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, and I want to and I want to go interview the like the crowd and the bands and everything. But they won't credential us. They only credential people who have like they won't credential anyone who's only on social media. Oh, 
And if you have a website, you have to have at least two stories a day about UI Texas high school football. That is so much content. Jesus That's Christ. So much content. You know what? I'm going to just buy tickets and just show up and walk hey, around. Okay. okay. So next year, uh, we have to make a website. Yes. And then every day we post a random logo. No man, hey, this is this is this is what ChatGPT is for, baby. Oh, okay. Find, <laughs> right, finally, a use for AI written articles. Right, <laughs> it does. It does not say it has to be quality content. That's true. It just has to be content. Question. And the end zone went into hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> Close encounter of the athletic kind. kind. <laughs> oh, uh, point Come of order, though. Janet. Do does six man football? Do the, are the bands for six six man football also small? I mean, yes. I, I assume so because okay, it's small so, high school, right? Okay, but like, yeah, so the high school the high schools have to be like under a hundred kids to be in there. Uh, but the the other cool thing about that is that the fields are different, so they they actually march on different fields mm. because the hash marks aren't the same and the width isn't the same. Mm. So you have to change everything about what you do. Ooh, tiny band. Pocket yeah, band. and so oh, it's really cool. Um, they have like one A band has their own um, like state championship and everything. They just had theirs this year. I forgot who won the 1A. But yeah, no, it's great. Uh, I'm super excited to go see this. Excellent. Because they play it at fucking Cowboy Stadium. Oh, that's amazing. And so so they have to put cones down to shrink the field because the field has to be is narrower and shorter. It's a whole lot of stuff. I'll go over the, all the rules. Coolest, thing, coolest rule about six-man football is that the quarterback cannot run it past the line of scrimmage. You have to have two exchanges before you can like mm. run it past. And so you... It, you have to select for like very different characteristics in your players. Also, these games usually score over hundred points because it's just a track meet. Because once you beat the last dude, there's no one else there. Hmm. It's a lot of fun. Well, let's transition into some dearly departed coaches. Unfortunately, Dino Babers is no more at Syracuse. I think we all sort of saw this coming. I think dearly, Dino dearly is going to fight. It makes it sound like they killed him. Yeah, Dino. They did not execute. Otto, Otto, Otto the Orange did not execute Dino Babers on the 50-yard line. I, the full cast was joking about Jim uh, about Texas A&M doing that for Jimbo. It would be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guarantee you somewhere in his contract is like, it's going to my kids and my grandkids. I guarantee it. The Dino Babers is out at Syracuse. This job is one of those of like, I'm not sure who they're going to get for this. But did you see who's going to be their interim coach for the next week or two? Nunzio Campanile. Nunzio Campanile, who is like so deep in the roots of Northeast football. He was at Rutgers for a while, then at Syracuse. Yeah. That is so fucking Northeast. I mean, he is. He has been an interim coach at Rutgers and now Syracuse. What's the you know next level of interim coach in the Northeast? Boston College. UConn. Okay. Or UConn. So if, if 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 Jim Mora hires him on the staff next year, look out, Jim Mora. But on the other hand, Sam Pittman is staying at Arkansas, and the Arkansas AD said, "This is how we're going to go." That's interesting. I wasn't expecting that, but someone made a point on Twitter. I can't remember who it was that. It feels like because this season isn't super silly yet, Arkansas could move now and probably do better than if they wait for next year and it might just get more of a clusterfuck. I'm not sure about that. I don't but, know. I don't know if you can predict it like that. My theory on Sam Pittman is that um, 
the uh, the AD has a bell, and as long as he can still hear the bell ringing, uh, Sam Pittman is still the head coach. And yep, there you once go. once you can no longer hear the, then you got to move on. I just I just want to touch also on on Syracuse. I don't think it's a coincidence that they've moved on from a men's basketball coach and a football coach in the span of like six months, or actually maybe a little longer, like eight months. But um. Both of those coaches in their final year at Syracuse spent a lot of time complaining about NIL. And I don't think that's a coincidence that they complained a lot about NIL and are no longer at Syracuse. Could be. I know that a lot of people said that the the NIL infrastructure at Syracuse is ass. I mean, that's not entirely surprising. Syracuse is a regularly scheduled reminder that Syracuse is a private school and smaller than you think it is. Yes. Well, and and Syracuse, like their big booster, is more interested in getting celebrities to come to Syracuse games than getting players for Syracuse games. Yeah, look, uh, the Dino thing. I personally, just 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 my opinion, of course, but I I wanted it to work out for Syracuse, and and oh, desperately, like, yeah, like desperately wanted it to work out, and like last year when we started doing the Syracuse good thing. Uh, I, I seriously, they were like a drive away from like seven and zero over Clemson, and I feel like if that game changes and they beat Clemson last year, uh, maybe the fate is different, and maybe they hold on to some players a little bit better. Uh, maybe don't they don't do the you know start six and zero or start five and zero and then just fade off at the end when the schedule gets harder. I wanted it to work out for Dino, and I'm sure all Syracuse fans were. They were just so decimated by injuries. It, it was just incredible with what they were trying to do. And and we'll talk about what they did in our, our committee's game of the week, which was insane. But, I mean, a, a fantastic game to watch. It was very, very compelling stuff. But, yeah, I can't believe um, – I mean, it's such a hard job. Is it one of like the hardest P5 jobs we got out there? Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing here is that like, I kind of think Dino might be what working out at Syracuse looks like. And I don't know who they like go out and hire and replace him, who they can expect to be better. Like this is just a structurally difficult job. Do Do you snag Holy Cross as head coach? I mean, you have a couple of Patriot League folks, but we've also had this thing recently where it's been like, Oh, you're an FCS coach. We can't just like immediately let you have a have the keys to a big program. You're is, Syracuse. It's just hire an FCS coach. It's fine. <laughs> for some reason, we've gotten to this point where it's like, oh, we can't give you the keys to this car yet because you were just an FCS coach, which I, I don't I don't get it all. Having hired then, an FCS coach seems to be working out pretty well for K State. Oh, I mean, like fuck, like Lance Leipold. Right. You know, like yeah, he had Buffalo in in, in the between time, but sure, but like he was a D3 dude. Yeah. And being a good coach is being a good coach. Full stop. Yeah. You lo- being a good coach is is part of it is being able to adapt to wherever you're at at whatever level you're at. There are some coaches that can do that ascension thing, right? They can yeah. move up and do that. There are some coaches who I totally love that are like, I like doing the D2 or D3 thing. Mm-hmm. This fits for me. I can be very good here. I don't want to do like mm-hmm. go the next step up. I get that too. Anyway, sorry, I'm ranting. Dino's going to find another spot. It's going to be great. He'll like, be Dino's career is not over. Uh, right. The one uh, thing that and- that always the one thing that always gets me about Dino's career is that he played for Hawaii. Yeah, like he was a he was a, he was on the Hawaii football team. He was, he was-
was born in Hawaii. Yeah. He was born in Hawaii. It's just I did one not thing that, that just yeah, yeah, it just like Pit Girl's face is like it's the the you know, it's kinda like the Tom Herman the FAU. But yeah, I just seeing Dino in like the whole <laughs> Rainbow Warriors like uniform. Uh, back in, I think it was like the 70s, I think. Uh, but yeah, it, it's incredible. Just a random Dino Babers fact. And I mean, he started coaching at uh, head coach Eastern Illinois. His his starting QB was Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, oh, yeah. Then he went to Bowling Green and then he wound up in Syracuse. So uh, we wish you all the best, Dino. Uh, it just, uh, just, just drop, yeah. D- just drop Dino in, in the, uh, in the in Hawaii, yeah, in the Hawaii uniform. It's great. It's fantastic. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. He's been all over the place. He'll keep being successful. I mean, he he elevated Bowling Green in two great seasons. And before that, like, he took Eastern Illinois to the fucking NCAA uh, FCS quarterfinals in 2013. So, like, this is whatever. Like, okay, it did not work out at Syracuse. That's fine. He's either going to go be a an offensive coordinator somewhere or he'll go back to the Mac or something like, but this is not over for him unless he wants to just do something else for a year or two, in which case, Hey, thumbs up, go be a fucking analyst. One of my favorite things ever was watching one of the very first coaches rooms for the title game. And Dino Babers is just being like, like captain caveman being like a fucking let's do it. These guys are playing too slow. Fucking RPO this shit. Loved it. Do that again. Dino. Perfect. Put put him on Mac game on like Mountain West games on Friday oh. nights. Oh, done. Sell me winner. Okay, let's talk about some games first. Uh, would you all like to talk about that pit game? Yes. Hell yeah, go for it. Three win pit. pit. Three win pit. pit. Boston College, a good a, a Boston College who looks a lot better than I thought they were going to. Get hype! Yeah, shout out to three win pit. Shout out also to like. ACC ref fuckery at the end of the game. It was weird. God, was, that game, we would never get that that fourth quarter. See, this is my fault because I what was at hell? this game and I turned to the people sitting next to me with I don't know, I think like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and I said, like, wow, this game is going by really quickly. And for those of you who aren't watching, basically the thing that took forever here. There was a call of an illegal forward pass. So the penalty for illegal forward pass is a five-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. They marked it off initially at five yards from the line of scrimmage, which it was one yard past the line of scrimmage. So then they line up, get ready to start play, blow the play dead, be like, no, we need to respot the ball in the right place. Okay, they do that. Then again, the teams line up, they get ready to spot, they're ready to snap the ball and they blow it dead. And they say, oh no, we're going to review this to make sure that we got the call right. They review it. They don't change it. Then they get all lined up again. And finally, like they're, but but the other thing though, is that because of the state of the game, I, I, there was, there's some rule, right? Where if you throw an illegal forward pass and it's at the end of the game, they're like the clock keeps running. It does. You can't stop the clock. Right. I mean, right. cause otherwise you might have a situation where you'd trade five yards for stopping the clock and in, in, in late in the game, but they, so they had to start the clock every time. And then when they like blew it dead to then go, like then they had to go and reset the clock and figure out what that was going to be. So reset it, the game clock uh, wait, 40 seconds. It, that's it right. took I mean, like minutes so just for this oh one so decision. Please. 
please reset the game clock to 40 seconds. Just yep. I, it happened at least like four times, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was they, just, and it they, was they kept play. running it and then resetting it. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have a ton to say about the actual product on the field. I think that Pitt gets one win per starting quarterback. So unless there's someone new next week, I you know that's probably not that interesting. I'm more interested in seeing if Pitt can find 15 different quarterbacks next season to really run through the regular season and the playoffs and national championship. Seems fair. I would like to take a second also to appreciate this is the the main ACC ACC ref fuckery, but where there was some fuckery in the first half too, where there was like a mystery timeout that nobody took, but it happened anyway. <laughs> Oh, that was that was fascinating. <laughs> People at the game were confused. I was at home watching the game and I was confused. No one understood what happened there. There was just a timeout that no one took, apparently, for re- for reasons. Yeah, also shout out to Rodney Hammond for finally appearing and getting the ball. Imagine if we had given him the ball more earlier in the season, what that would be like. Uh, did How did other pit athletics do this weekend? Pitt Athletics generally had an excellent weekend. Men's basketball kicked ass Friday night. Volleyball, I I spent a lot of Saturday when I was not in a COVID vaccine-induced nap haze watching women's volleyball beat number four Louisville in a reverse sweep. Nice. This is a huge rivalry in the ACC. Pitt women's volleyball is very good. Shout out to Coach Fish. They've made the final four two years in a row and have not been able to advance past that. And from what I understand from the regular season volleyball nerds, uh, this game was very important for thing for seeding in the tournament too. Okay. So shout out to that. Um, wrestling beat number 17 Lehigh and women's soccer has advanced to the elite eight for the first time ever. This is a huge deal. Women's soccer was really bad when I was in school and they have improved a lot. So that's super exciting. Uh, women's basketball unfortunately lost the city game and men's soccer lost in the first rounds of the tournament but no one's perfect it's been a pretty good weekend the victory lights have been on for like five consecutive days let's go what's the city game uh duquesne give me on friday we have well first off uh nichols wins against southeast louisiana on thursday night in fcs action nichols wins the fcs auto bid for the conference which is awesome good job colonels on Friday night, we had South Florida at UTSA. UTSA, like with, with Frank Harris, UTSA, again, is just an absolute machine and is in his seventh year, I believe. Yes. Which is, you know what? He's had, no, yeah, he's had he a lot of energies. He's had a ton of injuries and then he got the COVID bonus year. Um, like this year, too, he's had a bunch of injuries to fight through. Uh, the coaching staff even had to tell him to, like, not play through them. And he's like, no, you're not going to play through them. Uh, and so he's finally healthy again this year. And, oh, he, oh, is he back? And he's at, whew, he's, uh, man, that was, uh, I, I thought it was going to be a crazy pointy, 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 pointy game. We got a lot of yeah. points. And then, like, you know, South Florida just could not keep up. Uh, South Florida's defense is not good enough. Um, no. But, I mean, not many defenses slow UTSA down. The pointy game was Wazoo 56. Colorado 14, Jesus Christ. I fell asleep early on this one and I missed one of the plays of the year. Commission (laughs) clipped it and found it. And thank you because Colorado's third string walk on Q 
QB completes a pass to himself. It bound, he gets bounced. It comes back to him. And then he throws an interception. <laughs> Isn't and that so an illegal it, forward pass? It is an illegal forward pass. But guess what? The one exception to the illegal forward pass rule is when you throw an interception. It's so the actually, INT it, counts. Like in the in the in the bu- the book, there's actually a specific like explanation of because because in the in the, instead of like rule books, like any good rule book, there are like exceptions that they describe what happens. This is literally one of them. Yeah, like that's nuts. I, I it just, comes back to him and he throws the fucking int. Like, oh my like, god! This this game was nuts. I don't understand. Like I, I kind of understand what happened. Uh, like, like. Oh, I know, I know exactly what happened. Uh, that uh, that Colorado offensive line mm-hmm. is is assy ass. Hey, look, look, their defense is not great either. Uh, okay, so I'm just fine. gonna say that there. Like, I I did a tweet just like just doing a funny tweet because I remembered the video of this one high school team bringing out their offensive lineman in like a horse trailer onto the track of the field. And then, like, shaking the thing, and, and and I was like, hey, this is, I was like, can we order one of these for, you know, Colorado and their offensive line? Because they just gave up their 54th sack on the year. Ouch. And so it's like, they need an offensive line. Uh, apparently, that tweet made it into, like, a Sports Illustrated article. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the Sports Illustrated, like, a web article quoted us twice in it. Um, and, and again, I should have, like, said that because they just gave up their 54th sack on the year. Cause I'm not trying to be like, we're not trying to be jerks. We're, we're sickos. We're trying to be, you know, we're just watching the games. We're not saying like your team is, is God awful, but this got misinterpreted. There was some like people in the mentions like, well, you're an idiot. Their defense is bad. Cause their defense gave up 42 in the first half. And I was like, well, you know, they're down to their third string quarterback. They got two QBs hurt. That could help a little. I mean, uh, also, also Colorado. Good. Dudes in the mentions. Uh, two things can be true. Imagine yes. two things being true. Um, also, yeah. also, Colorado's whole season was has been predicated when they were when they were winning is predicated on our defense may be ass, but we can score seventy. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was that was the entire game plan was predicated on this and and having uh, Travis Hunter just making insane quarter as an insane like cornerback, mm-hmm. but. But and you can't receiver, do yeah. that. And like, right. like maybe you can score 70 with Shador like running around to make up for the fact that your offensive line is ass. But like we all know the offensive line is ass. Dion has said it himself. Like, just, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. No. Colorado's like people, working through some things. No, the people anytime you mention Dion, you're gonna get people like I, I've I've kind of just come across this. Like you, you realize this. Now and it's same with like you mentioned Michigan. <laughs> oh uh, hey, you, you're hey gonna, Michigan! You congrats say, on your thousandth win in history, which is definitely no. It's it's fine. Hey, thousandth win, baby! I just I'm excited I, again. Next time they hit a thousand as well. Any, anytime you say those two schools, like you're gonna get a bunch of people that don't follow us in our mentions just yelling at us. Which you know, again, we kind of have notification silent, but it was the only game on go- going, and I wasn't tweeting too much, and also, so like I uh, could notice this. Also, uh, Cyprus is Greek and should be a Greek province. Okay, sure. Okay, yeah. you're doing this again. All right. Hey. So look, let's, look. Let's bring Colorado, it on. Colorado's uh... offensive line. This is why I made the tweet. Colorado's offensive line. This is all on the timeline, not from us, but from other folks. So, uh, per CFB stats, I believe this was Reddit. CFB tweeted this. Colorado has 
has given up the ninth most sacks in FBS dating back to 2009. They are at 54 sacks allowed on the year. Now, this could be a combination of Shadur not hold, uh, holding the ball too long or whatever. Um, I'm not blaming whatever side. It's just they've given up this many sacks. The only schools to give up more sacks in a season are uh, 2022 Akron. They gave up 56 under Cuffler under siege. <laughs> <laughs> last, right. last, 2022 Colorado State gave up 59. That makes sense. That then was, Akron in 2021 gave up 63. Uh, then Akron again in 2019 gave up 58. Oh, Akron. God, God poor, no wonder why the quarterbacks get hurt often. And uh, poor, uh, under conflict, stay healthy, please. Then, then in 2012, Wazoo 57. 2011, Pitt gave up 63. 2010 Rutgers gave up 61 sacks and then uh 2009 Miami Ohio gave up 58. So there was a lot of problems with the Colorado team and then people were like you idiots were hyping up Colorado I was like no we weren't did we hype them because they got voted uh, we, we like have, second have, in our sickos poll? <laughs> we have literally said so little about Colorado because I just don't want to get involved in it. Yeah. No. Uh, by the way that, that was the that was the Todd Graham season at Pitt. Oh that's Oh tracks. that um, makes sense. We are canonically neutral on Colorado. With Mike Norvell as co-offensive coordinator? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh. There, was, there was a lot of coaching talent weird. on that staff. That's weird. That is weird. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the high-octane era pit predates my pit fandom, so I know it only in high-octane jokes and nothing else. <laughs> Look, man. He, again, we... We don't really talk too much about Colorado. We know it's 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 a really ridiculously look. We didn't make the decisions to go to game day the Colorado like eight times. A big noon Saturday just lived in Boulder for like the first month of the season. We don't we don't make those decisions. We don't do that. We didn't hype them up. We we probably should have realized TCU was not that good after the first game. Um, and we I mean, kind of did. we didn't I know we, though there were no priors like. I don't think that's, I don't think it's, I think we could have realized that TCU was not national championship caliber. I don't think it would have been reasonable to expect that TCU would be as bad as they have been this season based off of that game. And then, you know what? They have turned a decent corner. Like they they, put Baylor in the ground and they should have. I don't ask that question. No one asked that. Shut the fuck up. Also, Baylor's also bad. (laughs) I mean, you know what? You mean, you mean. Former Big 12 championship game participant, Baylor. Don't ask how long ago that was. <laughs> two years ago, yeah. but okay. I know, only two years. Yeah, I know. Uh, what a difference two years makes. Iran, Iran has got it figured out. It's fine. But there's, there's, there were signs. Uh, and it's just that the, the fun thing is that I sent some stuff to no context. Yeah. There was, there was that stupid FanDuel tweet after like Colorado was like 3-0. It's like, who do you got? What's the line in this game? Like 2019 LSU versus 2023 Colorado. What's the spread (laughs) in this game? Oh, God. I I think think No Context is going to tweet this out uh, Monday or Tuesday. That's what they told me. Look, the Colorado thing is like, we don't really, we never really talked about them too much on the timeline because everybody else was talking about them. Now, like Colorado was playing in a, a bowl eligibility elimination bowl in Pullman. A miserable night, like which was always going to be bad, which was never going to go well for them. Never, no. And then their schedule was backloaded. I, I mean, Bud Elliott on the timeline was just like just 
going after everybody that was yelling at him in like September. He like he was just he was like old takes exposing everybody that was upset at him saying that Colorado wasn't good. And I mean, I I have I just again neutral with with Coach Prime. I we're just curious on how it's going to work out. Colorado won one game last year. They've won four this year. Mm-hmm. They that's, have quad. They have they have so damn good. They have quadrupled their wins. Uh, and that that's that's a huge improvement. We're not the people that were like, "Hey, they can win a national championship after like three games." We're like, "Slow down." Uh, but we don't talk about national championships. We don't do that here. We only talk about ULM winning them in 1987. Well, I mean, I and mean, the Grey I Cup. Mean, we talk about the Grey Cup. Oh, the Grey Cup. We do. We do. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about how how Michigan's going to win their national championship this year. <laughs> Just that is actually the funniest outcome, though. It is absolutely the funniest outcome. I, I'm going to channel this because. Because I want I want people to lose their mind putting asterisks next to M's for the next year. Because it's gonna be just I our good friend Craig, who who is sort of like the he was originally the ombuds ombudsman of our the Sigos committee, I believe. Like he was like our, our Jiminy Cricket for a while before mm. we you know, calmed down. Uh, I, I told him congratulations on the thousandth win, and I told him I'm not gonna post about it though. Because the minute I open that, it's like I don't want to babysit that thread because it's just good. It's just going to be shitty takes. And he goes, "Thank you. I sort of do what you mean." And then, like, like thirty minutes later, he comes in. And he goes, "Yeah, I opened like the Fox thread about it and just noped out of it right away." Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I just whatever. I'll post about that in fucking July. <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Like, oh, had this one in the archives, guys. Congratulations, Michigan, your thousandth win. We'll see. I, I do want to talk about we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna talk about some games in particular but let's do this big thing it was super safety Saturday come on we I gotta so say many this. goddamn hold safeties on, hold go on, hold on go. let me go let me do this I gotta can can we get like an echo effect on my voice here I don't know if Arthur yeah can do hit, that yet. Hit the, yeah he can hit the echo effect all hit right the, here we go get in post get in post it is super safety Saturday 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 it was we had so many safeties. <laughs> Look, we had, look, we had two look, in the Michigan game. Look, 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 look. Hartzell emailed us from the, the college football blitz. <laughs> so I have to send him like, you know, the tweets that we do and promote so he can send stickers to people that reply. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, here's this is the tweets and here's some replies. Uh, these folks win stickers uh, or you can he'll he'll ship them out. He does that for uh, and and you know, we promote the blitz and and on the blitz, like we didn't sponsor teams. Because, you know, some teams would be offended to be associated with, with sickos. Right. Uh, uh, unlike New Mexico State, shout out to you. Uh, we'll talk to you about that in just a moment. But, you know, some teams uh, don't, you know, ADs would be like, oh, you know. So we sponsor plays. And one of the plays that we sponsor is this, the safety alert. And Hartzell replied back. He was like, dude, there were so many safeties on Saturday. I had to break into so many games to say safety and sickos committee. It was incredible. How many safeties so were there? Good. Uh, there was a total of six safeties in FBS, and we also had one in D2, which I don't think we got that on the radio. Uh, but six safeties on on Saturday. So, I I mean, look, the safety's probably my favorite scoring play, uh, yeah. besides like the, the elusive uh, was it the one point um, the one elusive point one point are a thing safety. that exists. Yes, yes. yes. But still a safety. But the elusive one point safety, we where we don't get that too often. 
but uh, well, I mean, really, like decades in between one point safeties at, at, at points. But the safety is, is my favorite scoring play. And as the commission, I we pledge to bring you all the safeties. We will alert you to safeties, even in NFL games, which we had one today too. We will yeah. alert you to the safeties. Should have had and two. Boy, or oh, maybe three, honestly, because we got one legit, and then two were like taken away or are very close. Look, we, I, I love these because something has gone horribly wrong when when a safety happens. <laughs> and and it's just it, like something has just gone awry. And that's what we're here at the committee. So I'm just going to go over the safeties real quick. We can discuss these games a little bit further. In, that's fine. Go for it. In, 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 in depth. So Washington got a safety uh, when Oregon State had to kick the ball out of the end zone due to a high snap in this crazy windy rainy game because it was because it was raining fucking buckets in that game the whole time and then washington was just hell-bent on still trying to pass that game yes i mean it was incredible like washington was like i don't care i'm just gonna throw this ball uh uh, then houston houston the cougars got a safety when they stuffed the oklahoma state running back in the end zone and they took a 29 to 3 lead um We'll tell you how don't that happened next. Uh, don't, 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 don't ask next. the rest. Have, no, uh, Iowa, of course, on super, super safety Saturday, the Hawkeyes had to get involved. They did. It, it just, they had to be involved. Iowa got a safety on a quarterback sack fumble. Um, it was it almost was, a touchdown. It was 2 0. It was 2 0. And then, and then it was 3 2. My favorite score in football. <laughs> It was so beautiful. Uh, you know, baby, I'm burning. Uh, Michigan Michigan got two safeties. The blocked punt, where the punter got up after he had his punt blocked, got up off the ground and ran ran down to kick the ball out of the end zone and kicked it right into the sound cone. Oh, yeah. Like, we still haven't got audio of that, but I want to hear the, the sound of the ball going like, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, into the, into the boom mic. I want to hear that. Uh, Michigan got another safety on an intentional grounding call. Which this people, this people were fucking at us. blew up the side. Su- oh, my God. Like, like it was our fault. Like, it was our fault. I called like, again, it. No. Like, you know what? Like, I called it, assholes. I called it. I was like, I was like, it was fucking safety. There was nobody there. He was in the air. I mean, whatever. I don't care. I'm not doing that. Don't yell at us uh, for that. But, again, that's when we kind of realized, like, oh, they're always fucking helping Michigan. And I'm like, God damn. I'm just trying to tweet about the game in a safety. I just want a safety alert. Uh, James Madison got a safety on App State, um, which was, I mean, they, they, it was 5-3 at that point. James Madison yes, was leading. It was 10-5 for the longest in that game. It was 10-5 at the half, I think. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, and then our, our Pitt State Gorillas, they got a safety in the D2 playoffs. Uh, which, won. And they won. won. So go Gorillas, go safeties. Apes uh, strong together. <laughs> safety strong together. Safety in numbers. <laughs> with, with you know, with we're we're forty minutes into this game, this podcast. We haven't talked about a single specific game yet, and that's fine because there's like four games I want to talk about. Excuse most of my time you, on. is Pit BC not a specific game? Yeah, it is a specific game. You're absolutely right. But guys, I got so much to talk about. New Mexico State thirty-one, Auburn ten. <laughs> okay, this is where this is where I apologize because on this podcast, I got called out for it. Someone on this podcast said. New Mexico State should just tank this game. Mm-hmm. Someone did say that. Someone said that. You know what? I'm so sorry because this, this is the better answer. 
someone else has been making jokes about New Mexico State single-handedly getting Hugh Freeze fired for like three months. You know, it could still happen. This is two years in a row Hugh Freeze has lost to New Mexico State. Jerry Kill has his goddamn number. Yep. 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 Kamish, how did you know? What was the moment you realized this game was going to go the way it did? My God, Diego Pavia body slammed an Auburn player. <laughs> I feel like oh, when, that, when that like the 180 pound, five foot ten quarterback in Mexico State body five slams nine. you, five nine. you gotta just, you gotta just go. I'm done. I pass. The best part about this play, I mean, besides the obvious best part of this play, though, because I watched this live. I watched like almost the entirety of this game. <laughs> This happened, any of this happened, because Auburn was, like, wildly offsides. And mm -hmm. Diego Pavia knew he had a free play, so he just chucked the ball up. And it was an interception. And then he made the tackle on the return man and body slammed him. <laughs> amazing, this, amazing, just classic I mean, look, look, football. Like, like, Diego Pavia, wrestling champion. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously, like... Uh, yes, Mexico's he was a, he's a state, he's a state wrestling state champion. State yeah. wrestling champion. And like now body slamming, why. like basically like, like just picks up this dude and just slams him on the ground. Like, I don't know if it, it wasn't a suplex. Like they were, they were trying oh, to but correct But you, you said suplex. So and again, and oh, the rest oh, of the oh, all up in our well, Excuse me. It. That's, a, sorry, that's, a, that's a half gainer twist with a whatever. <laughs> he the took people, him and threw him on the ground. He threw him on the ground. I don't uh, want your cornerback. New Mexico I'm State doubled, doubled up Auburn in yards, by the way. they So they, like, systematically kicked Auburn's ass for this whole game. They were oh pushing God. the defense. Like, they were pushing the line around. They were, it's oh like. God. Also, they gave Auburn 100 yards in penalties. Yeah. This yes. could have been worse. Yeah. They this had, is... like, an eight-minute, 16-play touchdown drive. Oh, yeah. That was the, the that, that was just, like, the, the you know, like, the suplex was the the beginning it was the beginning of the match but that that 16 play 83 yard nine minute 58 second drive for the touchdown Odyssey. and the 24 7 lead they had a fake punt on that drive and and they had a fourth down and goal conversion to get that touchdown that was just like the absolute like backbreaker there uh not not pavia's like you know <laughs> Finishing the other backbreaker. The other backbreaker. Oh, okay, uh, this is this is an audio note to me to to cut Diego Pavia's face over the Bane Batman scene, and uh, so you put Hugh Freeze's face on Batman. Yeah, no, 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 no. Where oh. he, where he? Oh, oh no. what would break first, your spirit or your back? Yes. Oh, or your body? Yes. <laughs> uh, this this game was so so. I'll be honest, I did not turn it on because I saw that they were ahead. And refused to jinx it, so I just did I, not I, watch same thing. I, same I thing. ended up watching it later on. No, um, I, I I did the same thing. Like I was I uh, was behind. I I saw like like a little bit of it, and then I saw where Pavia like did the move, and then like I had for some odd reason my quad box just kept like canceling games out of it huh? for some odd reason. Like it would it would cancel and drop me down to three or two. Like after like like 10 15 minutes and i'm like what are you doing apple tv quad box you're messing with me so i didn't put it back on after i saw it was like 17 7 i was like i'm not gonna touch this i love that we're kind of getting like old takes exposed on like your tweet was that you that said like 
I know this is probably not going to be the final score, but I will never forget 10 7. So that was, was definitely Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, we're kind of getting old takes exposed. And then Perfect. people were like, hey, you know what? I was like, I was like, so happy. I mean, look, we don't know what's going to happen here, and, but we're going to enjoy the 10 7. But it got better. You know, <laughs> it yeah. got better. We'll still enjoy the 10 7 because the 10 7 is when the body slam happened. Uh, <laughs> I, and and you know what the best part is they play new mexico state played to win jerry kill played mm-hmm. to win this thing mm-hmm. he did not get the lead and stop playing mm-hmm. no. they laid it on yeah I, I again they, they went for blood the f- the fake punt and the i like i was watching again i watched almost all of this game and the i remember i was sitting on the couch with obnoxiously pit boyfriend at, during the fourth and goal and i was like they're gonna kick the field goal here they should just take the points and then they went for it swag jerry kill how do you walk with your enormous balls like this is amazing the other thing is the response to this because normal auburn fans are just like, <laughs> that's distraught. not a thing that's not a thing <laughs> the more sane ones my favorite ones are there are this one well you know nick saban lost to ulm his first year at alabama so this is you know this is just what's a we dynasty baby no y'all hey, y'all it, hey, no you also you also know that he freeze is already lost to ULM too. That's about to say like Nick Saban had a national title mm-hmm. at that point. Yes, Hugh Freeze has been Hugh Freeze has been in legal not legal problems in like NCAA problems. <laughs> He's not cheating well enough, guys. And this is who you have. As a, a member of the contingent of, of Auburn folks who despises that motherfucker, I was rooting for New Mexico State the entire time this game, and it was amazing. Look, look I, there's like a tweet floating around with like Auburn's like facilities compared to New Mexico State's like like mm-hmm. room yep. and like their, their furniture and stuff. And I'm just like, I, I don't care. I, I went to go visit New Mexico State because, I mean, it's a cool place. Like Las yeah. Cruces is cool. There, there are schools out here that you know. I, again, with the committee thing, it's just like there's schools that nobody really pays attention to nationally, and there's schools that that have awesome stories and they have awesome moments like this. Like, I mean, is New Mexico State going to win a national title? I mean, I don't know. I am not going to rule anything out at this 50K, point. Fifty K, baby. Fifty K for Jerry. An extra fifty K. Fifty fifty K for kill. But you know what? It doesn't. Who, who the fuck cares rock. if they win a national title? They just beat an SEC team that, for the first time in school history. This kind of thing that, is why we watch this sport. Yes. This is, this is the, the like, look, it, like somebody like added us for the ULM anniversary of beating Alabama in 2007. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of like a national title for these schools. Like yeah. this, this is their first game ever beating an SEC school. They were mm-hmm. one in 27. They, they got paid 1.85 million. That's so, even better. To, to beat that ass. The to epitome beat Auburn's of ass. brutality. The epitome. Oh. <laughs> Auburn loses a bad game <laughs> to New Mexico State. The epitome of brutality. Uh, we gotta get we gotta get John Rothstein on the podcast. No, we don't. Uh, but <laughs> Do you think he just talks in in No, I've I've heard him on like podcasts before. He doesn't do it, he, but he's He's I can't imagine much. him speaking. I just picture a, him as like the laser eyes memes tweeting in all caps constantly. I, like, I feel like like John Rothstein is is a soundboard himself. <laughs> yes, yes, that and, is and true. All he has, or it's no, 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 no. He's not a soundboard. He's one of those dolls that has a string, and if you mm. pull it, it'll say a catchphrase. 
He's basketball Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> add that to your vision board. All right, we got it. I just want to add. I'm going to put it in the chat. I, I can't forget that. I'm putting it in the podcast, and I'm going uh, to. Do you want me to just it. make it the episode title so y'all remember? <laughs> yeah, that's fine <laughs> that's too. Perfect. I mean, no. Plus I mean, like, better. I, I would. I would prefer, like you know, by God, Diego Pavia suplexed the entire like Auburn, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God. So so yeah, this this game was was by far the most like. Ex- now there were other ass kickings I'm going to talk about later on that were a lot of fun, but this right here was perfection. Hang it in the Louvre. This was art. Yeah, like oh my God, this was just everything about this game going into going into Jordan Hare. Yeah, going just this is great. We got like, a lot of fun crowd shots of sad Auburn fans at the end of the game too. Oh, just oh the, the surrender one. cobras. There was one at the end that was like an older gentleman. And I was like, is that a Hugh Freeze's father? That was what I didn't know. It kind of looked like Hugh. It was that, is that I, Hugh Freeze's daddy? Was that his daddy? Uh, daddy? <laughs> was that Hugh I Freeze's can't imagine da- Hugh Freeze having a daddy. I, it, I want to shout out to his looper. I want to shout out to the uh, Auburn fan that was on the full cast that was mm-hmm. talking about uh, Terry Bowden coming back to uh, Jordan Hare because he hadn't been back to Auburn since like 98. And I, I don't know if he's going to make it, but just like that type of fan is like, I am tired of this guy already. Um, mm-hmm. And and like Hugh was just like, hey, you know, New Mexico State may beat us. And I was like, I mean, that's that's two years in a row. Jerry Kill gotcha, Hugh. Shout out to number Black. He does great work. Mm-hmm. A view to a kill of Hugh Freeze. <laughs> oh, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. That is I can I can make that title. Hold that up. song is a banger, by the That's way. Right. Have you do a kill? Yeah, we love Duran Duran in the chat. Dance into the fire. Not a great movie, great song. I like that movie actually. Uh, before we go before we go to our ads, I do want to do our game of the week. Syracuse, Georgia Tech, Syracuse 22, Georgia Tech 31. This is the one got Babers fired. Syracuse was so banged up. Like there at some point, their third string QB or second string QB was just hanging on for dear life. This was, you know, they were putting this team together with duct tape and hope. And it just was not going to go. Look, 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 I'm going to give Syracuse a lot of credit in this game. They fought hard. They fought hard. Georgia Tech went out to a 24-3 lead and then Q's fought all the way back to make it 24-22. They botched one extra point when it was 24-16. They they fought hard. Their tight end, Dan Valari, he rushed the ball 12 times for 81 yards. There was another running back who was just taking basically wildcat snaps, ran 27 times for 100 yards, 120 yards. Dan Valari set a Syracuse school record for most completions in a row and best passing percentage in a game in Syracuse history. And he's he their went, tight end. He went, no, he went 14 for 14 for 59 yards. That's and he is eight. their tight end. 100%. Yes. Uh, Georgia Tech almost blew this one. Uh, they did. They tried so damn hard. They, they, they almost did it. Uh, both teams turned the ball over twice. It was a little bit of a mess. But the, the funny thing for me is once Georgia Tech like was within two, Georgia Tech was like, all right, fine. We're just going to do what you were doing. Syracuse, 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and so they started running with their quarterback, and Haynes King was just like running for like five yards, like the tight end for Syracuse was doing. And then they took it in for a touchdown. And then, um, like one one uh, play, uh, one pass was intercepted for Syracuse, and that was it. Uh, it wasn't Dan Valari because he was perfect. Yeah. Uh, I will say that Georgia Tech now is bowl eligible. Yeah, and Syracuse has a good shot because next week they play Wake. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and that Wake is, is lim- that- oh. And guess what network it's on? The CW. That's right. It's on oh the CW. God. We are just, we are just. I mean, that doesn't really give me confidence for Syracuse because I think they're going to be favored in that one. But I, I, good luck. I, don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. Syracuse, Syracuse favored by two and a half right now. Oh, that. Yeah, that, that may change. I don't know if that's uh, Syracuse is home. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a coin flip with a home uh, thing situation. with The typical minus three. If you like talking about things like this, if you want to chat during the games live, if you want to yell about the Grey Cup like we were doing tonight, if you want to f- talk with other millennials and ask think about what kind of halftime show you want to see at the Super Bowl, I came up with Green Day, Sum 41, Offspring, and uh, who else did I have in there? Someone else. I figured that's the most millennial halftime show we could possibly come up with. That is That is up there. It'd be good, right? You, yeah. you lead with off. You lead with offspring, but only the stuff off of Americana and uh, and Smash. Nothing new. I don't want the new stuff. <laughs> Again, I want a bunch of like fifty year old dudes who still do punk. Billy Joe Armstrong, by the way, Green Day did the halftime show at uh, the Great Cop. Billy Joe Armstrong is fifty one years old. That feels weird. It seems about it seems about right to me. I thought he'd actually be older. Honestly, there you go. Anyways, if you like shouting about that kind of stuff, please join us in our Discord. If you join our Patreon for $5 a month, you get access to the Discord. You get access to Commission's Corner, our special Whenever It Happens podcast. A new episode will be coming out tomorrow morning if I get it done. Maybe Tuesday. And also, Kamish just put together a new tutorial about how to bevel images. Yeah. So if you want to learn the secret magic of beveling, Kamish well, has mean- a tutorial. And it uses free software. So this is nothing you got to pay for. Yeah. Besides, besides our, besides our patron to get this video, because we don't want you to steal our our trade secrets and 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 bankrupt the sickos committee. This will also force us to do something new next year. I I, I like this because I put it out as like a beginner's beveling tutorial mm-hmm. because I just did it for logos. But like when we do pictures and other stuff, I was like, that's the advanced one. I'll give you that that's one. The advanced later. course. Seriously, no, there is one where you can't remove the background. You can try to play with it, but uh, I will teach you the ways. Beveling, beveling 200 as opposed to intro to beveling. Intro to beveling. This is beveling 200. If you would like to get your PhD in beveling. I don't, I don't, I don't think I, there's a, that level of a class. I, don't, I haven't made we it there are, yet. We gotta... are actively pursuing our PhD in beveling right now. We're working on our thesis. That's right. I, I'm really, really working hard to get my player hitters degree in beveling. We also have our merch store at sickoscommittee.org. We have our new surf surf logo sticker. We also have our basketball gear, our Does Sickos Need a 3 here merch. And as Black Friday approaches, look for some other things as well. I got some new stuff we're going to put up this week. Shout out to Message Board Geniuses Podcast. They've been having a great weekend because the <laughs> Auburn boards were absolutely <laughs> melting down. It was great. Does does Auburn need Urban Meyer? Yeah, that's no, what you need, Auburn. Absolutely. That's what you fucking need, Auburn. Oh God, the face <laughs> I just made. That, that was, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! 
that same face is going to be the same episode where we do Kamish Taste Durian Snacks. Same face. <laughs> Reminder that Kamish records in a closet and we really yes. should not trap him in there with the durian smell. With with an actual durian. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Whatever. We have a we have a YouTube channel. I actually am working on some stuff for the off season where I'm going to take our old best season of all time for Team Super Low 500 all times, shrink them to like a five minute script and make little short videos for those. So that's my off season project, which should be good. We also have our sub stack where we do our sicko synopsis every week. Follow that. And as always, our, if you like soft, wonderful, licensed collegiate apparel, go with Homefield Apparel. Right now, we have our Black Friday sale going on for for uh, Homefield. Use our link, please, because if you do, we get big bonuses on this, and maybe we'll get some fancy new shirts too. Help us out here. Yeah, Homefield is literally the best gift for a bunch of people in your life because even if they don't like a certain team, no. get them a Colorado School of Mines shirt because Seriously. literally everyone fucking loves Blast for the Borough. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, they guess, have... I guess if you go to South Dakota School of Mines. Don't get them the Colorado it. School of Mines. Yeah, Don't yeah. do that. But most people just get them a fucking Colorado School of Mines shirt and they'll be so happy. They have they have so many, so many awesome mascots. Uh I know there was a conversation like who's America's team after Michigan said something like that, or mm-hmm. Harbaugh said yeah, something oh, yeah. like that. Uh-huh. No, no, no. There are so many, there are so many schools that Homefield has that are like true America's team. Like, like people love the angry wave. People mm-hmm. love Blaster the Burrow. People oh, love you, people love Slippery Rock, the rock in a fur coat. Do you want? I just bought has all that Pimp stuff. Rock is America's team. Oh, Pimp, Pimp Rock, rock is America's team. Uh, they won, right. by the way. Slippery Rock won. won, by the way, too. Shout out Slippery uh, Rock. I, I used our code to finally, finally buy the Tulane hoodie. Yes. I finally went the, with the light blue hoodie. Oh, I, yes. I've had that. Like, I, I did when not. That came up, I, 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 I held right off on that, but that means now I'm going to have a Tulane hoodie, a Tulane shirt, and Tulane joggers. I believe we call that a Tulane tuxedo. I believe so. Ask ask me how many people I know that have ever been to Tulane. That is a that's going to be a fat you, zero. You know, I one. one. I got one. I got one. One, me, one went to law school there. Well, I mean, I, I, I went to someone, someone went to law school there. I took a class in the summer there. there you okay, go. Hey. so we all know someone in, who has in, gone to Tulane in high school, but it counts. <laughs> counts. It counts. Count it. If, if so, Pitt can claim Mark Cuban, we can claim you having gone to Tulane. It's fine. I, I've I've been to their campus a lot. We're going to post that link a bunch. It's going to mm. get annoying, but I don't really care. Please help us out here. Buy Seriously. your stuff for Christmas. Yeah. It's or the for yourself. Field sale of the year. Click the it's, link. It's, it's huge. It's a 20% discount to help us out as you just go through the link and then use the code Black Friday. All you got to do is go through our link. It doesn't matter. Just go through our link to get to their website or the mobile app, whatever. Just go through our link. Click the link. Buy what the hell you want. And because, I mean... Look, they have so many awesome shirts, so many hoodies, sweatshirts. I mean, they got dad hats. They got so much stuff. They got youth shirts. I got my kiddo, like uh, uh, a, a tiger tyke, like an LSU one. I wish nice. they had a Tulane. They had a Tulane one. I also got them like a a little like turtle one, a Maryland one, which Ooh, is nice. cute because his, his, his favorite color is red. But like, just go through the link and then type in the code Black Friday. You get 20% off. We get a nice little uh, influencer bonus, and uh, you can help us keep this thing going, this committee going, where we've gone to Canada and done the CFL. Where where we go next, uh, you know, I have no idea. Probably not to Newfoundland because Jordan doesn't like there. 
Not fucking going to Newfoundland. Dude, I will go. Now, now Labrador? <laughs> Labrador is fine. Those Seriously, are also did... good dogs that allegedly drool less. So. There you go. I did a project for my master's based off of, like, uh, craft liquor in, in, like, Prince Edward Island in Newfoundland. Oh, if we uh, want to go is, to PEI and get yeah. a fuck ton of mussels, I'm there. That's the so. Oh, I forgot I will, you don't do you don't do seafood. Do I don't do fish, and there are no cute dogs. I'm out. Okay, that's true. Oh man, that's a double out for you, isn't that's it? That's fine. That's guy. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll we'll do it. We're good. Arthur's coming. <laughs> Arthur's shaking his head. Fine, fine. Fuck. Hey, commissioner, right, you you and I, me. I have to renew my passport. It's a hassle. Hey, just wait till we. At some point, we're gonna send us all to a uh, to the Ireland game. So we're gonna have to get passports. I mean, yeah, that we gotta go. Pit in Ireland next. We're going. I will let's be there. Squish, let's squish some games together here as we Squishies. keep going because we are. We've been talking about fun things, and I and I, I guys, I got to spend some time on Idaho at the end because that one is gonna take a oh, lot to emotionally get through. Uh, Wisconsin twenty four, Nebraska seventeen. Wisconsin is bowl eligible. Mm. Nebraska comes so close in overtime and just look, cannot convert this look, one. Look, 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 Nebraska! I am so, dude. Like, y'all go out fourteen nothing. Y'all, y'all go out fourteen nothing, and I'm like, come on, keep it going, keep it going, Nebraska. They missed the field goal at the end of the the first half, um, which would have been cool. It was a forty two yarder that would they would have been seventeen ten at half, you know, and then they would have had a field goal to win. No, it doesn't work out. God, like the thing at the end, what Matt Rule did, I, I'm I'm gonna give him the kombucha girl like gif, where she's like, mm, mm-hmm. and then she's like, no, 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 mm, like you know, <laughs> maybe a clock commander nominee here, because they got to like Wisconsin's, like they were close in the scoring range and they could have went for the touchdown to do it. He didn't call a timeout right away. They let like 30, 40 seconds run off the clock. But then I'm just like, okay, Matt rule being conservative knows the history of Nebraska. Do they lose it here? If they try for the touchdown, they throw an interception. Like is, is he burned by the frost in the walls and the mold in the walls? Is he burned? And it's just like, so I'm doing the kombucha girl. Like I want to give him a clock commander, but I can kind of understand not doing that and trying to level it in OT, but then losing it in OT. I don't know. We can talk about it later, but I, damn it, Nebraska, I want to bevel your end. You better fucking win. Come on. <laughs> I'm, oh God, I wanted it so bad, Nebraska. Sorry, sorry, uh, little Mac, the uh, Wisconsin fan in our Discord. I, I know you didn't want that. And congratulations on being bowl eligible. Because honestly, I wanted my selfish self wanted Paul Bunyan's axe in a bowl eligible bowl coming up for this week. Minnesota, Wisconsin, the battle for the axe, and to get to a bowl game. I wanted that because that would have been the game of the week coming up. But oh, yeah, e- easily. But now we got a decision on our hands. Then Cal 27, Sanford 15. The last time this is the Pac-12, Cal takes the axe. Cal yeah. rushes Stanford's field. Yes. And I do want to shout out one of the people who follows us. I was looking for weird pictures of Oski the Bear, and I found one of him <laughs> holding an axe. Yes. And then I made a horror movie poster out of it that I think looks amazing. And I'm so excited that now... The East Coast has to deal with Oski. Congratulations, guys. 
he's coming to your town i think he is actually coming to pittsburgh next year can't wait to watch him hydrate through his eye I, I, I don't think he'll be coming to Pittsburgh because if I remember correctly, uh, Cal has the travel budget of uh, of us at this point. Oh. Fly Frontier Airlines. Cal, we will get you to pit. I like Cal- the idea of them sending Oski, but not the band. And he's just sort of wandering around on the sideline by himself. Oski, the way the way he walks with his hands behind his back. Dude, Oski's getting taken so, down by the TSA. He looks so concerned. No, Oscar's he looks menacing. Oh, yeah. I mean, in my mind, Oski travels as Oski. Yes. It's not a costume. And so like, he just holds, you know, hands over his ID. They hold it up to check it. And like, let me just step over to over there, please, Mr. Oski. I mean, if he's flying private, from here, it makes sense to, to just do that because they don't let you have a carry on anyway. There we go. Oski's just, a, Oski's just a Coke mule at this point. There's just Coke <laughs> everywhere in there. Iowa 15, <laughs> Illinois 13. We talked about this one. That thing was a fucking mess. But was so great. Iowa is now the Big Ten West champions of the last year. Way to go, Iowa. I with, mean, the, with the second oh to worst point, point differential, I believe, in the, in the Big Ten. Amazing. I remember. Uh, so, like, they're leading 2-0. At the end of the first quarter, it's 3-2. Yep. And then it's like 9-3 because they got a touchdown pass. Then Iowa uh, is down 10-9 at halftime. Uh, then there was the good score, which, uh, you know, at, at one point it was the good score, and, and Beth is not here. Uh, and then they get the touchdown, and then they had their PAT blocked, which this, this is nuts. I loved your video for this, Jordan, like at oh, the end yeah. with the Super Mario uh, mm-hmm. theme for the Big Ten West Champions. It was beautiful. Was the goal set too high? Did they still meet what they needed to do? That's the crazy uh, yeah, thing. Yes, yes, That's and yes. That's the insane part of this. Uh, again, that, yes and yes. <sighs> they did it. It doesn't matter. And, and this is why they are like the reigning like Sickos Committee champions. Yes. Like, this is what they do. It doesn't make any sense. It flies in the face of all modern day wisdom. This is Iowa football to a T. This is, this is what they do. Um, one of the the folks that we follow, uh, Heavens um, at Heavens FX, uh, had a tweet and it kind of struck me and it, and it stuck with me for this one. It says that he hates that uh, Brett Bielema can almost uh, basically out Iowa Iowa, and and he almost did it. It's just like I think last year they did it. I don't know if Iowa won nine six or lost six nine. I can't remember, but I just remember it was it was nice. But uh, uh, Iowa really, lost nine to six. Yeah, so like he can out Iowa, Iowa. Like he can get in the mud with with like Kirk and like do this this absolutely ugly football and and basically win a game in that fashion. He almost pulled it off. He did last year, didn't do it this year. So I mean, shout out to Iowa again. They are co- committed champions. Like they do stuff, and I love the absolute. Joe Burrow style video they did for Tory Taylor. Yep. Like and the same number too. It is just like somebody did like a mashup of both videos of like Burrow running out of the tunnel mm-hmm. uh, for LSU. And they did the one where like Tory Taylor's running on the field for his last game at Kinnick. It's, I mean, it's beautiful. I, I, uh, I love it. I love it so much. I also forgot to mention, by the way, New Mexico state received three votes yes. in the AP poll this week. Yes. That's yes. amazing. 
I mean, they are actually like low key pretty good, even considering that their losses are to UMass and Hawaii. That that UMass loss is like once again so fucking weird. At 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 some point, like we'll do like like while everyone's talking about while everyone's talking about the championship game, we're not. We'll do an episode where each of us gets to talk about the games that, in retrospect, make no goddamn sense. Oh yeah, we'll we'll do a year in review on the weirdness. (laughs) Uh, Northwestern 23, Purdue 15. Northwestern is bowl bound. Holy shit. How did that I, happen? That's, you know what? The the guy who just had the interim tag taken off, I can't remember his name, their coach. Uh, like, great job. I'm glad they locked him in on this because this, he was one of the only dudes that was there. He was the North Dakota State guy, I think. Yeah, he was a new hire. He was not involved in all of the nastiness. But, like, like they are they are two years ahead of where they should be at this point. David and, Braun. Thank you. And, like, they they saved their asses on this one. They got lucky. And, and spelled, congratulations to those folks there. And that, Purdue, better luck next year. His, his his name is spelled uh, like the electric razor Braun B R A U N, so that works out. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna give him all the credit. Shout out to Skip Holtz, the steadying force, the behind the scenes shadow Skip Holtz with Northwestern. The truly 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 the Biff Poggi of. <laughs> Yes. Northwestern football. That's what it is. Skip Holt. Did you see, did you see that Biff was like, hey, Jim Harbaugh, come and coach on the sidelines with us over in Charlotte. Stand next to me as we used to stand together. <laughs> some stand fucking, by like, my three, side. Some fucking Jim. 300 shit here. Jimothy, stand next to me. Ball State 34, Kent State 3. Tom Fernelli had a great fact that this year is really interesting because there's only one single win team remaining at the FBS level, and that's Kent State. Everyone else has two wins now. Yeah. New Mexico got theirs. Uh, that's just interesting. Uh, uh, Col- incredible. Colorado 30, Nevada 20. Colorado tried to blow this game to Nevada. Oh God, I was just like, dude, what are y'all doing? This this was one of the, this was one that just I think was under the radar for a lot of people. And oh, okay. but like this just disintegrated at the end. Colorado State needed a last-second touchdown to win this thing. No, 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 no. It wasn't it, last, last quarter. They got a touchdown to to make it 30 to 20, 30, 30, uh, 30, 20, just to make it fourth quarter. But but Colorado State was on their way to a shit win, yes. uh, you know, without scoring any points in the second half. Uh, they were up 20 to 3, and then, like, Nevada just kept chipping away, chipping away. Uh, they threw a pick six on the last play of the first half. Yep. The Colorado State threw a pick six on the last play of the first half. Why? They weren't even close I- to field goal range. It was a 66-yard, like, pick six. So it was 2013 at halftime. Uh, and then Nevada made it 23-20. Uh, and then they got a touchdown in eh, about mid-fourth quarter to just give them that 10-point cushion. Colorado State still alive for a bowl game. And Colorado has been eliminated. Yeah. Uh, speaking of getting a bowl game, Texas Tech 24, UCF 23. Texas Tech <laughs> at the very end. Like, this one got really cagey at the very end again. Oh, God. UCF goes out to a 14-0 lead. And then Texas Tech, it's 14-14 at the half. It gets cagey towards the very end. Texas Tech gets their bowl game. UCF has, needs one more to make it. Hmm. Uh I, I I ruined this one. Like it was just like it's a tie game. It's twenty four twenty four, and I was like, "Oh crap! It got blocked." 
Like I tweeted as the video was happening, and so I couldn't take it back. Oh, and so I just basically mistake. I had to go underneath that. I had to go underneath it again. Like on game day, it's like you're just trying to keep up with the madness. And there was a lot of shit happening at this time. Uh, and it was like, I appear to have made a mistake, like the kicker uh, <laughs> and the offensive line. So I kind of saved myself. But yeah, they lost by a blocked extra point. Shout out to Texas Tech. Also, there was a, a, a photo of a Central Florida player with a tortilla just sitting on his helmet. I would also like to take a second to shout out Texas Tech's athletic department for giving out rally towels with the possum Possum on them. And there are three of those those laying around. They're takers. They're they're, they're three and no since the possum. Just saying. Rally possum. Three and and no since the rally possum. Michigan State 24, Indiana 21. Michigan State, uh, the Hoosiers miss a field goal to send this one to OT. More interesting thing here, this was the shrimp cocktail eating contest, which is always what you want to have in the end zone between like during a timeout. In Indiana. Yeah, oh, famous man, for that, their that shrimp. One, that one uh, cheerleader, like, uh, that, that, oh man, he was going to town. He went nuts. Like, nice. I was like, they just eaten the shrimp cocktail like it was nothing. Uh, and then the, the funny thing, the timeline uh, lined up with the mascots moment of silence. And it was Sammy the Shrimp. So Sammy the Shrimp had his mouth, like basically the mascot mouth just wide open, <laughs> like watching the guy. Eat the co- So I had to link the two tweets together. It was just ridiculous. Sorry, Hoosiers. Navy 10, East Carolina 0. The Pirates are sunk. Uh, one of my best, most interesting thing about this, besides the fact that East Carolina hadn't been shut out in like 28 years or something crazy like that. And this is Navy's like third shutout of the year. Mm-hmm. A team that is five and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, their Navy's win graphic was great. I dropped it in the chat. It is a battleship that basically is ex- exploding a pirate ship. Yes. Uh, uh, it's, great it's, job. It, look, yes. Obnoxiously like... Pit Dad texted me to inform me of both of those statistics. So thank you for your statistical updates, Pit Dad. Uh, right. Yes. 26 years since ECU has been shut out. And Navy is the only team in FBS, at least, with three shutout wins. There you go. Wow. UAB Bro. 34, Temple 24. EJ Warner put on another great day. In fact, I'll tip my hand right now. EJ Warner is now at the top of the Detmar charts. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the uh, Davis Brin is number two. Our beautiful Hawaii and Colorado State boys have slipped a little bit. But they are playing. Next, it's Hawaii, Colorado State next week. And they Ooh. are playing for the championships. Oh, that is the wrong thread. Thank you. <sighs> Sorry, I always do that. It's okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, no, that was the right thread, and now you've posted it twice. Oh, okay. No, I posted the wrong thread first. Okay. Oh, I posted everything in the wrong thread. Cool. Okay. That's how this is going to go. <laughs> We're so good at this. Uh, UAB and both Tibble are not going to make not going to make a bowl game this year, obviously. But I feel like they're both on a better trajectory. Does EJ Warner have another year? Yeah, he's. I think he's only like a sophomore or junior. okay. So Temple so, definitely, ha- if he stays at Temple, Temple definitely has an upward trajectory. If they can Temple, protect him a little better. Temple needs to get a, a little bit more help. If if they, they can recruit a little bit better, it'd be good. The UIB thing, I don't know. It's just Trent Dilfer. Yeah, he's gotten is- better, and he's not, like, you know, exploding on assistance on the sideline or anything like that. But it's gotten better. Not from the, not from the camera, at least. No. 
Mitsu 34, UTEP 30. So close, UTEP. So close but, on this one. This was a crazy I, game. Like, this is so many points. God. Like, this was the one that, like, I was just like, what is going on? Like, I can't. The first half was insane. It was like 24-21 at halftime. And then, like, the second half, like, calmed down. Uh, but, but like, UTEP just, I, I don't know, man. But Mitsu, again, 4-7. and seven, uh, Rick Stockstell's there, there for life. I, I want to give a shout-out to Gavin Hardison. Uh, the starting quarterback for UTEP, which which probably would have, I think they could have gotten to bowl eligibility if he didn't. Uh, like... He was the starting quarterback at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, because we're like QB their, four at this point. They're on the fourth string quarterback for UTEP, which is ridiculous. But Gavin Hardison, the starting QB, could could have probably gotten them the bowl eligibility. Honestly, if he would have stayed healthy, uh, you just see him at the practice with like Colin Deaver, our. our our correspondent for the the West Texas uh, New Mexico State stuff, like he he was just in like one of these like arm slings and he just looked depressed and uh, I don't think he has any more eligibility and he's hopefully he can get healthy to potentially make it to the NFL draft. I think uh, by the way, uh, Mitzi plays Sam Houston State this next week. I'm on next Saturday. I may actually go down to that game. We'll see what happens. Nice because I feel like with all the love we've given Sam Houston this year, I should see him their first year. TCU 42, Baylor 17. TCU is better than I think we think they are. They have they need one more game to be bowl eligible. Baylor who, is bad. Who who do they who do they play next? It isn't Texas. I know that. It is Oklahoma. Never mind. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a, TCU. That's good, like, year. good year. TCU. I didn't good know year. That. Five and six, yeah. Uh South Alabama is now bowl eligible. They won their bowl eligible bowl. Eligible bo- bo- over bowl Marshall. Eligible. 28-0? I, I, look, look, look. I just want to say something that will make us feel turned to dust. Chad Pennington, his son, is the quarterback for Marshall. God damn it. hate it. This does hate not it. hurt me. No, it hurts me. Boise State 45, Utah State 10. Uh, this, this is just... Boise. Look, look, I mean, look, they had a thirty-one point second half, like second quarter. Like, I, I'm going to say this: Utah State was 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 up, and then like the QB got hurt for Utah State. Uh, Legolas, I believe that's his name. I, I I'm sorry, uh, they follow us. I got to get that correct. Uh, Cooper Leg uh, Leg Legas. I I don't know, but he got hurt, uh, and they had to use. I like, like I like Legolas better. Like Legolas, <laughs> perfect. Cooper Legolas. Uh, <laughs> I don't even. Uh, Damn it! I don't. Even, I don't even watch like Lord of Rings, but I already know what that's from. But that's uh, good. Huh? Yeah, it works out. But it sucks. But like, look, look. When Boise fires a coach in the middle of the season, the next game never bet against Boise because they fired their old coordinator last year after they lost to UTEP, and oh my God, Boise just came out possessed. Then they fire their head coach, and then now if they beat Air Force next week. They are playing for the Mountain West title. Yes, they are. Thanks to thanks to the Lobos. Because because the Lobos kneecapped Fresno late at the night. Fucking Lobos, that, man. Like, we're gonna talk about that game. It's um, fine. Yeah. Uh, UCLA thirty eight, USC twenty. I watched the entirety of this game because I have like in law things here. It's gonna be great when they fire Chip Kelly for like bo- after they after they body, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner from last year and everything else. I, I know that they don't want you, Chip Kelly go like it's part of their new chapter going into the Big Ten, but whatever, fuck it. Uh, I, I, I it feels dumb, but weird. okay. Yeah, it, look, look, it feels like there's 
like like UCLA, what are you? What are you, UCLA? Like, have they you don't, won? They, they don't know, and they don't, they haven't known for like a decade at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, more than a decade. Like, when have they known? When, when name a UCLA coach that was wrongfully fired, or name name an identity for like UCLA. Like, the only thing I can think of is like Cade McNown, and that's like the '90s, the mid '90s. Yeah, UCLA that's... was like trying to have an identity last year with Dorian Thompson Robinson, and then they lost to Pitt in the Sun Bowl. <laughs> Yeah. I forgot about that. That game was a banger. Shout out to Nick Patty, Pit Legend. That 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 game was amazing. I mean, you, I, again. Do, do you know where do you know where they fucked up? Here's where they fucked up. Interim coach Jed Fish in 2017. And oh, then they hired Chip Kelly. But actually. Oh. Could have had Jed Fish. Fish tank. The fish tank. The fishbowl. Now get into UCLA. It's a literal fishbowl. The world's largest fishbowl. Yes. I love fishbowls, by the way. Like drinking, like the, the the big alcohol things. Okay, are we they, are we enough over the pandemic that we can all drink out of like the straws out of the same drink again? No, no, no. It's like got the, alcohol the, in it. It sanitizes it. It's okay, fine. fine. The one in my San Antonio is to just drink one all by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the scorpion bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like having gone to pit and getting shot pitcher sort of prepares you for that. Yeah. Hey, look, look. There's been some things that I've done in Monroe, Louisiana, and that I'm not necessarily too proud of. Uh, in San Antonio, we don't have like the fishbowl drinks. We have giant margaritas with shit turned upside down in them mm-hmm. that you Love all those. drink from. It's and there's like a menu of them, mm-hmm. like a full menu of like what what kind of random shit do you want turned upside down in your giant margarita. Even even if you don't go to the Alamo Bowl this year, Kamesh, I'm going to need you to do man on the street reporting from the Riverwalk. I'm going to say you have to go downtown. You got to walk the Riverwalk. And talk to people. Hey, what do you think about this uh, random USC fan? No, or UCLA but then, but fan? Then, but then you ask them about like New Mexico State football. Okay, so we just ask them about teams and what do they think of? What do yeah. you think about Louisiana Monroe firing Terry Bowden? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, that hasn't happened. I, it hasn't happened yet. I'm just making up stuff. Uh, it's not real. What do, okay. what do you think about? Have you ever been to Pocatello, Idaho? There we go. Let's go through some games quicker because I want to make sure we get time for things at the end. ODU 20, Georgia Southern 17. ODU, whoo. They're alive game, for a bowl. Georgia Southern. Game winner. Game winner. Wa- game uh, winner. A walk-off field goal. I like calling it the walk-off. It's like it's a home mm-hmm. run. It's a walk-off field goal. Uh, North Texas 35, Tulsa 28. Yeah. Check North the Texas highlights. once again. Check the highlights for this game. Uh, like just, just, just fireworks highlight factory, North Texas, 35, 28, amazing catches, both sides. Uh, Chandler Rogers, we miss you at ULM. You could be a CFL champion if you'd have stayed. Did North Texas give let Tulsa get another like 400 plus yards of them? Absolutely. Cause that's what their defense yes. does. 434. But once yes. again, North Texas gets 600 yards and can win a game. Rice is still alive for a fucking bowl game. They Woo! beat Charlotte. 28-7 with an amazing catch. I said it wrong. I called it a wild rice catch. Kamish was right. It was a sticky rice catch because he caught yeah. it on the back of the dude's jersey. He caught it on the back of the, the Charlotte player. Like, it just basically, he wrapped his arms around it and caught it on the back of the Charlotte player. Amazing. That was a really good win. Wild rice is when they did the play fake. So we got to get That's our right. rice metaphors working. We'll get ready. Hopefully, they make a well, bowl game. Wyoming 42, Hawaii 9. Hawaii at altitude, not the thing. 
Mm. Apparently, uh, Wyoming at altitude is undefeated. Yeah, they've won all their games. They've won all their home games. Yep, they right. have so a they, so they they probably have the biggest home field advantage. Okay, so like they 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 beat Texas Tech, Portland State, App State, New Mexico, Fresno, Colorado State, and and Hawaii. Yeah, all their losses are on the road. I mm-hmm. I did not realize this yes. until until. They posted that graphic that they are undefeated at home. It um, is it is one of the biggest home field advantages for various reasons. This is like it's not quite you know like Brazil having to play Bolivia in La Paz, yeah. but same same idea. Yeah, it's the bowl the, game. The, I'm gonna get my highest, bowl game in La Paz one of these days. The the highest the highest elevation FBS stadium. Virginia thirty, Duke twenty seven on the CW. Thank you. Once again, the CW totally works out for this. A three and eight Virginia just goes wild on Duke. Duke at the very end tries to come back for it, cannot get there. It was great. It was cool. Kamish, will you tell me how Miami lost this game to Louisville? <laughs> look, look. All right. I had this game on. Uh, Everyone look, was it, watching this game this in is, the early spot. It's I was so surprised. Box. No, because, I mean, Louisville it, technically. They're kind of alive for the playoff if some chaos happens because they only have one loss to pit. Yes. I do right. like the idea. I hate I hate Louisville, but I do like the idea of potential transitive national champion pit. I, again, that is. Uh, so the, Tyler Van Dyke had to play, and he's injured. They said something to the effect of Van Dyke was playing, and they could not keep like his skin on his like muscle. Or something. Sorry, what? What? Yes, it was gross. And they said like they are have around like his knee. So like Van Dyke is not mobile at all, not moving at all. He's got like a wrap on one of his legs, and it's just like they were saying something about. I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it was gross. And for some odd reason, Tyler Van Dyke is kept them in this game. Uh, but like Miami does this thing where they have just some horrific mental lapses. Like they'll just have like the stupidest play out of nowhere. Like they're just moving along fine. You're like, Miami's doing great. Wow. I can't believe they're here. And then all of a sudden it's like the stupidest play ever. Or like, Oh my God, I forgot to cover that wide receiver. (laughs) And this, this happens either to the team or the, the players or the coaches. Then they're trying to get a Hail Mary at the end to tie the game. And the Hail Mary is like, two yards short because I mean, Van Dyke's throwing it off of one leg, essentially like I, I'm just imagining like his leg is going to fall off while he's trying to throw this. Thank you, Van Dyke for gutting this out or whatever. And it's complete. The hell Mary's complete. The problem is it's caught at the three and he cannot get in from the three. It turns into that Tennessee Titans, uh, you know, St. Louis Rams Super Bowl. One thing. yard. It, it wasn't, it wasn't that close, but like, he got tackled by like all the the Louisville players, and they won. Um, shout out to Molly McGrath, the uh, sideline reporter that oh, that, she took the, that, she that took caught the that caught the Gatorade bath so bad that oh, it no. wound up that wound up at uh, Art but Make It Sports. Let me see if right. I can find. It. Oh my god! Uh, while he does that, SMU thirty eight, Memphis thirty four. This game was an absolute banger. SMU gets out of there by the skin of their teeth. They're still 7-0 and in the American. Right now we have a three-way tie, I believe, on top of the American. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, so basically, uh, if if Tulane 
beats UTSA or UTSA beats Tulane, they are in the title game. If SMU beats Navy, they're in also. But if Navy beats SMU, that's when the, the weirdness happens. So let's see. We love weirdness, like you said. Of course. Kansas State wins the Sunflower Showdown over Kansas for the 15th year in a row. Yeah. Uh, the best best thing I saw from this was all these shirtless pictures of all their O-line. And one of the dudes, apparently they have a pancake syrup, like pancake for for pancake hits, whatever. Like Your pancake blocks. Yes, pancake blocks, yes. A pancake great. syrup chain. I love it. Uh, someone then decided to ask the question of, uh, because I, I asked why Willie the Wildcat did not have his shirt off. And then someone <laughs> asked, well, then we have to consider why Willie the Wildcat is what he is. Mm-hmm. If he takes his shirt off and it's a human torso, mm-hmm. then there are more questions. Well, because he has human hands. Right. It is Cause known. Because Willie, Willie the Wildcat is the is the lamest mascot in terms of mm. just, it's a dude. And a, it's a, it's a Calm dude. down. We're going to get bad ratings on a podcast. Take that back. Okay, it's not the lamest. He's just he's just a guy in a hat. I kind of like the like unsettling aesthetic that Willie the Wildcat has, though, because it's like wildcat head, human hands. He's coming for you. How about seven win West Virginia? (laughs) Seven and four. They beat Cincinnati forty-two to twenty-one. Even though Cincinnati scores fourteen in the last quarter, in sort of garbage time at that point. This is. A pretty good West Virginia year, and I can say that because Beth isn't here. Yep. That's right. Bad teams Seven. lose to Cincinnati. Ask me how mm-hmm. I know. This team did not lose to Cincinnati. Remember, remember when we were like, remember when we were like, oh, Pitt lost to Cincinnati, but Cincinnati is like gonna be like a good, like scrappy team this year in the Big 12. Nope. And then uh, NC State beat Virginia Tech on the ACC network. And Kamish, we are one away from we are one away from nine and three NC State. My, look, look. It's North Carolina, NC State. Looked into the crystal ball, dude. If Commissioner Damas gets an NC State above eight wins, I don't know, man. Like, like I, I don't know. I saw nine and three. It, it could be. Shout out to Virginia Tech. Like Ooh. they didn't go away. They're, they're Shout in out the to right VT. direction for a long shot. It, it no. It seems like they have, and then like the fans are back. Like it seems like they, you know, I don't know. I mean, Brent Pry's got some things cooking. It's they understand it's going to take a little bit of time because they got to get that Fuente out of there. Um, you know, he's where, in is Just, where is Justin Fuente right now? I have no idea. I hope he's enjoying this. Let's see, Justin Fuente, Google, an analyst at Indiana. Oh, god. oh my god, that's a place. That's a job. It, it that's is a, a job. Place. That's 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 a school for for something. They have analysts? The Tom Allen school for coaches who can't coach good? Okay, that's weird. He was hired mid-year, wasn't he? Yeah. It wasn't until they fired their OC and then Fuente came in. I think so. I think so, okay. Uh, UNLV won probably the biggest game in school history. 31-27 over Air Force. Yeah. Like, this nine win UNLV. We may have to go back and change our best season of all time for UNLV. I, 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 think, I think this is it. I think this is it. We may seriously dude. Air force was up 24 yes, seven. And I thought, they, I thought they had it. It was done. I thought UNLV was dead in the water, but air force didn't score anything in the second half. They were done. They, done they were done. They ran out. UNLV shut them down again. 
I, I'm going to give a shout out to the Lou Groza Award kicker for for UNLV. Um, yes. I, I'm just going to say that Jose Pizano. I know he only made one kick, but he was four for four on extra points. Jose Pizano, Lou Groza Award winner. Let's go. The Rebels. I cannot believe. Like, I I tweeted, like, UNLV back. And they're like, well, they've never been there. And I'm like, well, I meant to say back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were there that, they were there Again, that one. Like, we're like tweeting. We are tweeting so fast. We make so many mistakes. It's just like we're trying to keep. Uh, Here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised tweeting. we don't make more mistakes, honestly. Hmm. Seriously, I, I'm tweeting Campbell highlights of like a double pass of yep. the Campbell camels. And I'm trying to come up with funny words like the crafty camels with a double pass. I, I was trying to screenshot things off the fucking NEC front row of the Duquesne game. Okay. <laughs> that was, that was tough. Shout out to Dukes. Uh, uh, Western Kentucky 28, Sam Houston 23. Once again, Sam Houston was in this game the whole time <sighs> and then dropped it at the end, but that's okay. Whatever, we're, we're hanging. Uh, this does make Western Kentucky Bowl eligible out on a really weird year for them. Okay, so now I want Big Red to go to the famous Toastery Bowl and eat that French toast mascot. <laughs> no, done. Sold. Okay. How about the Cougar Coaster? Because Jesus Oklahoma Christ. State 43, Houston 30. <laughs> uh, this game, like, Houston was up so big, and it looked like Oklahoma State was just dead in the water again. And then Oklahoma State woke up and just, it was the safety, right? Seriously, like like Houston got a safety. And I marked it at the point where Houston got the safety to take the 23-9 lead, the 23-9 lead. And that just angered the shit out of Oklahoma State. They're like, oh, fuck you. You got a safety. This is bullshit. And then Oklahoma State just blew them out. And that was it. The Cougar Coaster was done from that point. Tulane 24, Florida Atlantic 8. Tulane did not fuck around and find out. No, they, they won this they, easily. 24, 24 nothing. And then like Florida Atlantic got like a touchdown. And then for the longest, I couldn't verify if the two-point conversion was good or bad. Uh, but it was like eight minutes left in the game. And it was like 24-8. And Tulane, they, they could have kicked the field goal. Uh, they missed the field goal to make it better. But otherwise, they're fine. They face UTSA for that. That's going to be a banger. That's going to be amazing. Black Friday banger. New Mexico 25, Fresno State 17. I don't know what the fuck happened here. I watched part of it. I I watched the whole thing. I fell asleep during this game. I watched the entire thing. I stayed up the entire game for this. And the only thing I could say the whole time was like Lobos question mark exclamation point. (laughs) Because I was so confused what was happening. And I. Again, I don't know what happened, but Lobos and, and and Boise State fans are now the biggest New Mexico Lobo fans of all time. Oh, yeah, love because, them. Because New Mexico won this game, Boise now has a win and in into the Mountain West title game. San Diego State 13, San Jose State 24, Brady Hoke doing Brady Hoke things yet fucking again. There we go. The classic Brady Hoke sequence. It starts pouring in the fourth quarter. And it's just pouring. They get they they go on a, a drive, 16 play, 80, 85 yards, seven minutes, 50 seconds. They get to the San Jose State four. It's 17-10. They they're just like, fuck it, we're kicking the 21 yard field goal. Instead of like going for the tie because you don't know when you're gonna get down here again and the rain is insane. Then San Jose State takes the next drive for a touchdown to make it an eleven point game, and that was it. 
Army beats Coastal 28-21. South Carolina beats Kentucky 17-14. And Darude is there. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking letting the music go playing Sandstorm. <laughs> he also played apparently some other songs and everyone was like, I don't like <laughs> this. Play Sandstorm. <laughs> Play Sandstorm again. It's it's like getting it's like getting ozone there and being like we're gonna play things besides Drago Stadiente. Like I just fucking play the Bart, remix of Say Dragos. the line. Yes. Just say the line. That's all I want to hear. It's the Simpsons Numa episode Numa where it's like else. the Simpsons episode is like, just keep playing, uh, taking care of business. Over, no, 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 no. Forget the uh-huh. rest of the song. Just working overtime. Do do. <laughs> just the rude. Uh, I I wonder if he got the game ball, and I want to know if Shane Beamer will ever go to Finland and look up the rude. Oh yeah, totally gonna look up. That's what he said. If I it's ever like go to whole- Finland, I will totally look you up. They can do the thing that Michigan did and just like take the whole team to Finland to build character or whatever. Like when Michigan went to Italy, that Missouri that right. thirty. We need to pair uh, college teams with countries they need to go travel to. I like, like that. Michigan. I like that. Missouri thirty-three, Florida thirty-one. Florida fucking blew this game. Good job, Mizzou. The thicker kicker comes in and nails it and then gator chomps so Mwah. and there was like a second that got tacked on to the end of this game while the yes, game yeah. interviews they, were they, going on everyone apparently. gets on the field and they have to clear it because one second and yeah, then of course i nice. post i post the mac brown picture and every nebraska fan is like we had a bad day why Thank are you, you doing leave this us alone me? why are you Just doing leave us alone. <laughs> leave us alone sorry guys i didn't i didn't think about that sorry Oregon 49, Arizona State 13. Arizona State is just out of bodies at this point. Arizona State only has like five healthy linemen and the law yeah. firm of of Borgay, Scataboo, and Badger did not have a chance. Um also Bo Nix for, for Heisman. For, it's real. For for real? It's 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 not a meme anymore. No, I the think the Bodacious he's... billboards may have worked. Well, I mean, he's got two games coming up that will be deciding there. Yes. Uh, App State 26, James Madison 23. Game day is there. And then choke. It was a choke, guys. I hate to say it. App State played well. It went to overtime. But this was a James Madison choke. It was like, you know, this was 5 to 10 going into the half. It was already weird. Yeah, and it was very yeah. weird. Uh, I, it is cool that the JMU library is going to archive the game day signs. Like, that's awesome. Is this I, is, that's what James Madison would do. I, I do want to say, though, that this doesn't make James Madison any less worthy of a bowl appearance. No, we're still yeah, riding that train. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Just not. like just because they lost the game when college game day was here, like doesn't mean like NCAA vindicated. Like, no, we're still riding <laughs> for it. Also, I'll have no, we got you, later in the show. If we get to it, I'll have some math. Maybe we'll save that for Wednesday. There- yeah, save that for the, the podcast on Tuesday because there is a chance they still get a bowl game. We may not get enough bowl-eligible teams. It was cool to see it there. It was fine. I mean, the crowd was, was raucous. Uh, it was it was great to see Huge game day. Huge turnout. Allegedly but, more than fits in their stadium showed up for game day. Yeah. I just want uh, to take a second, though, to say how bullshit it is and like deeply annoying that it is that this is the second year in a row that game day has gone to a small school and then put the game that they're theoretically featuring on ESPN on plus. ESPN plus. That is they some always bullshit. fucking do this. Put it on you, put it on something else, put it somewhere. The, so put it somewhere where people who are more casual fans of the sport can see the goddamn game. Stop doing this. Yeah. It, they, like I said, they, they, 
it feels like they played lip service to this. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, let's just do this. They're wearing the NCAA shirts. Like, the NCAA is, like, and then at the other side, they could have went to Washington, Oregon State, where they got booed off the set for that mm-hmm. game. They, yeah, right. but it, at it, the same time, yeah. I mean, it's not all ESPN's fault. I'm not going to say that. Just no. Not all their fault. Capitalism, love it, right? Uh, but, yeah, definitely not necessarily, like, the best thing to do. Like, seriously, you have game day. Game day should mean this game gets bumped up to, like, ESPN2. Yep. Like, there needs, like, the camera work. No, no, no. You need to bring everything for the game day game. Bring everything. 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 Not just put this shit on ESPN Plus because it's a Sunmelt game. No. Everything. And that's bullshit. Until ESPN starts doing that, I'm not going to believe. Like It's just basically paying lip service to these teams. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily authentic. And again, this is why we want to do Sicko's Committee Game Day. We don't hold the airwave stuff or whatever. Maybe we can pirate stuff. I don't know. But... You know, yes, Yar. Uh, but you know, East Carolina got shut out. But uh, you know, whatever. You gotta do something more than just game day. Like game day is great, but the game itself needs to get the same treatment as game day. Yes, that's exactly right. Arkansas State seventy-seven, Texas State thirty-one. What? Yeah. So this was remember the teal game we couldn't explain. Yes. Yeah. This is what happened here because Texas State version. had more yards. Yep. Texas State had about a hundred more yards. Oh. And but they had like four brutal interception turnovers where the score just like seriously, bing, 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 like, like I a just jackpot. Wanna, I just want to say, I just want to say this that what I wrote in the doc. What the fuck, Arkansas State? Uh, Texas State turned the ball over four times, and Arkansas State took it back for three touchdowns. Here's the sequence. Arkansas State touchdown, 49-17. Uh, scoop and score touchdown, Arkansas State, 56-17. Touchdown, Texas State, 56-24. Pick six, Arkansas State's uh, up. ESPN says it's 70 to 24. That does not make sense. Their app is broken. Then another pick six, Arkansas State's up. Uh, then Texas State scores a touchdown. It's 77-31. The end of the game. Incredible. This, yeah, this was Nuts. the same thing as that teal game where just it was We broke math. We broke Butch, math. Butch Jones, bowl eligible. That's for a team that was I was sure was one of the worst teams in FBS this year. He's probably not gonna get fired. He's not going to get fired. Huh. And I'm not sure. And folks in Jonesboro do not know how to feel about that. I don't know how I, I feel about that. And I have no investment in the Arkansas State Red Bulls. I would huh. I would say this. They they were talking about like a long rebuild. And they were recruiting well for the Sun Belt. And Butch is like selling them on this rebuild. And look, it 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 may be paying off, I guess. I guess. Okay. And ULM will never beat Arkansas State ever again. Oh, never. Never, never. never Not with never, that. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Troy 31, Vision Cajuns 24. Troy handled their business. Mississippi State 41, Southern Miss 20. This was pretty close. And then they, um, uh, then Mississippi State opened it up. It was 20 to 26 at some point. It was 26 20. And I tweeted, I was like, oh my God, like it's fourth quarter and, and Southern Miss uh, made it 
you know, 26-20. And then one Mississippi State fan just said, not now, sickos. Uh, and, they, and, they were, and they were right. And they, they were, were right, right. because, cause like, immediately after that, Mississippi State made it 34-20. Uh, and then they got another touchdown. Shout out to the, uh, the interim coach riding in the locker room uh, before the game on a on a four-wheeler it was great <laughs> drop that in the chat inside yeah inside in the locker room oh that's not safe good for the lungs that's like four it, kinds oh, sorry, of not greg, safe uh, get that carbon monoxide there it's fine. i said greg knox i don't know if that's the uh yeah he's a football coach he may be the interim coach i don't know i'm trying to verify but it's a football coach from mississippi state riding a four-wheeler in the mississippi state locker room uh i love it that's country as hell next next ulm head coach I'm not saying terrified. I'm just saying <laughs> Clemson 31, North Carolina 20. North Carolina was in this until they had a ball punched out at the one, and then it rolled into the end zone, and then I Clemson just, just sort of won this thing. Seriously, um, like, like North Carolina is running to the end zone to make it 14 nothing, and he gets to the one, and like Clemson does this like punch, and it and it it goes through the back of the end zone like barely past the pylon. And then they take that next drive for a touchdown. And that was it. North Carolina was done. Yeah, that, that play felt like a reverse of what has kind of happened to Clemson a lot of the year. Yeah, but the, 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 the fumble in the red zone, yeah. The highlight of this game for me was uh, because I believe this is Clemson's last home game, right? So senior day. Yes. And the game is pretty much over, right? The clock is ticking down and the clock would have just run out. And there are already fans and players and everyone coming onto the field. And then Dabo called a timeout with like three seconds left when he could have just let the clock expire. So he could have like a whole senior formation out on the field to do a kneel down. So they had to get everyone off the field so he could do like the, the senior kneel down. Jacksonville state 56 law tech 17. Ooh. LaTeX is in a tailspin. Uh, yeah. Um. Ho- hold on. Let me let me do this thing. I I want to do just. I, I know we're running low on time here, but I I want to do some skip hold stuff to to make me feel good about LaTeX because I'm okay. a ULM fan. I, I want to do this right. So LaTeX fired Skip Holtz in 2021, right? Mm-hmm. So since they fired, uh. Since they fired uh, Skip Holtz, Skip Holtz has won a USFL title with the Birmingham Stallions, won another USFL title with the Birmingham Stallions. Uh, so back to back USFL champions. Then he was hired as an analyst while keeping the Birmingham Stallions job, and he he's basically um, Biff pogied his way to bowl eligibility uh, for Northwestern. Uh, Louisiana Tech is is basically almost mirroring. The, the same uh, record as ULM since mm-hmm. since they fired Skip Holtz. So, uh, yeah, enjoy Love that. that. Love, tech. Love it, Rustin. Rustin. Uh, te- Texas survived Ames barely. That's all I'm going to say about it. Survive in advance. Thank you, Texas. Yes. Uh, Arizona absolutely beat the shit out of Utah. 42-18. I, I was look, a- I was expecting it to be close. Yes. I did not expect this. They, they blitzed the shit out of Utah. Yeah, and it was absolutely. just like, holy fuck. I did not expect that. And I'm I'm cussing. I don't cuss too much. But goddamn, Fish Tank. Jesus Christ. Just all over Utah's ass. 
Utah fans did get some good news today, though. Cam Rising is coming back for his like seventh year of college yeah, next baby. year. Let's go. Cam Rising, the governor of Utah. Frank Harris, the mayor of San Antonio. Ole Miss 35, Monroe 3. You know what? It was 7-3 at one point, and it was awesome. It was 7-3 at halftime. 7-3 at halftime. Ole Miss, Ole Miss woke up, but fuck it. No one cares about that. Spread coverage. Like, ULM had had dropped essentially two pick sixes in the first half. They could have taken two back. And I, I watched the entire game, and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, ULM couldn't do anything on offense at all. Like, Ole Miss went forward on, like, their own 28. And, oh. like... It, it, like in the first half and then That's like ULM mean. got like ULM got sacked and they got knocked out of field goal range but like they still wound up getting the uh getting the field goal so they didn't get shut out but like look this this could have gotten off the rails for Ole Miss but I'm sure if they would have went down with like a pick six they would have did something different but oh, yeah. they covered the spread I don't have to dress up like a, a an Ole Miss frat boy so shout out shout out to Terry Bowden uh for running that clock uh, like a motherfucker, because that's what he does in these pay games. He will just run. He will bleed the clock mm-hmm. like army and Navy on like three and outs, whatever. He doesn't care. Best game of the night was probably Washington, Oregon state. Washington wins by two. This was a shit win Woo! for yeah. Washington, which means they only scored in the first half. And yeah. it was the safety. That was the difference, which is it what was. we love to see. Oregon state I, played so well. Washington state was just hell bent on throwing the ball in pounding rain. And I don't know why they tried this, but good for them. Amazing. And then at a 9am local kick in Provo, Oklahoma squeaks by BYU 31 to 24. This one was way closer than it probably should have been. Hmm. Guys, I need to get some energy out here. Can go. we talk about the battle? Can we talk about the battle of the domes? Real battle of the domes. Go. Okay, this was 56-0 at the half. It was it Idaho was beat Idaho State like they owed the money. <laughs> it was insane. This was almost a shit win, except Idaho scored at the very end. But the first half was a complete drubbing. Just I I, I put the I put the drive chart in here for Idaho, and it was touchdown, 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 touchdown. Fumble, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And then that's the half. It was it was brutal to watch. And Coach Eck just poured it on. And you know what that got them? A fucking four seed in the FCS playoffs. Sorry. First round by and a four seed. That's amazing. It's pretty good. On the other side, the brawl of the wild, Montana. A Montana team that has looked shaky as shit for a while this year. Yeah. They almost lost to a D2 school. Yeah. A good D2 school. Paris. Absolutely took it to Montana State. 37-7. The Montana State folks in our chat were just like, Bridget, I'm sorry. She was like, it was just, it was brutal. Bridget, Bridget's um, been having a rough one in our Discord overall. Yes. Uh, and then add this Montana State stuff. We love you, Bridget. We love you. This, this gives Montana the two seed in the FCS playoffs. Now, you might remember that Furman was ranked two mm-hmm. going into this week. Mm-hmm. Furman had a problem. The number two ranked Furman Paladins got Wofford. The Terriers get their second win of the season. You just got their, Sean Watson. Their their first win of the season was against Windless Citadel. The second win of the season was against ranked two Furman. I mean, shout out to the Terriers. I mean, that's fucking crazy. 
they end their season with two wins. They were 0-9. They beat the Citadel, and then they beat the Paladins to basically knock the Paladins out of a first round, a top four seed. They dropped like, seven. They got the dead seven because they lost. But my God, incredible. Shout out Wofford. That, Let's go Terriers. Yes. And then on the Causeway Clash, UC Davis beat Sacramento State. And that might be interesting. Do you know why? Because they both have the same record now, seven and four, seven and four. But when the uh, FCS playoffs got announced today, Sacramento State was in. And UC Davis was in the first four out. Ooh. And this Ooh. was spicy. Yeah. Now, Sac State was... beat Stanford. Yeah. That, that's that's their that's big claim to win here. The, that's probably this the was, one that got them over the hump. This like, was some beating... angry shit. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, the committee chair of the FCS playoffs is the Big Sky Commissioner. And he's the one that signed the uh, – he autographed the football for me. Mm-hmm. visiting when I went to Pocatello and stopped at the Big Sky office. So I'm all like, I am so conflicted as like a media person. But again, I looked at like UC Davis's schedule, like their wins, not necessarily the best. No, you're right. Like there, there, there's a, but, there's a good reason for this, but the, because it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, that was that's like what makes fresh. I was fresh as hell. That, that hurts. That hurts. Um, maybe if you see Davis, like they had some games in the beginning of the year that they were not playing well in No, and they probably should have won and they probably shouldn't have had it come down to this. So I know the UC Davis Aggies fans are upset, but eh, sorry. Uh, other, other cool things about the FCS playoffs, South Dakota regular is a three seed overall, which is amazing. South Dakota state gets the top seed. Of course. We also have U Albany with the five seed. They did not win the CAA, but they end up with a higher seed than the, the team that did win, Villanova, who gets the eight seed. Hmm. We also have Mercer in the playoffs for the very first time. We have Drake every, in the playoffs for the very first time. Look, every time somebody says Mercer, I just think of Jesse Katsopoulos saying, have Mercer. Mercer. Have Mercer. <laughs> have uh, Mercer. Drake, for, their, for getting to be in the playoffs for the very first time, they get the privilege of traveling to North Dakota State. Look, look, wah, wah, look, Drake, 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 I beveled your logo for winning the Pioneer Football League. Yes. That's, and then you got to go to Fargo. I'm sorry, Drake. Uh, the other cool thing is NC Central makes the playoffs. They lose the MIAC. They're not going to the Celebration Bowl, but they make the playoffs. And that's amazing for them. Shout out Dude. to those guys. Huh? what they do because uh, you know the miak and swack um getting into the playoffs i want to see a, i want to see a deep run here i want to yes. see a deep run by them i'm rooting for that uh i'm not sure they, they, they get, got the they, draw they, to do they, it they get richmond in the first round i think they can beat richmond the spiders are tough the spiders made it to the quarters last year so uh we'll see it, i will it's also gonna be tough. i'll also say y'all there's a chance we get a brawl of the wild rematch in the semifinal in the, semi. on the same side of the bracket yeah on the same side. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see that for sure. Anyways, that's all we got for tonight, folks. It's been a hell of a week. We're heading into Revelry Week. We'll cover that on Tuesday. We'll see y'all on the other side. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Uh, Louis-
وقت جنت الوقت جنت فلوم جت وي ذا جريت كاب فور اس اوريدي فور جاد سيكس 